What's up, guys? Welcome to a special Wednesday edition of the Wolverine Live Recruiting Show. I know it's Tuesday, but we are doing the Wednesday show on Tuesday because my co-host, Zach Livy, is off to the hospital to get his broken toe in order. So Libby officially ruled out today with his broken toe. So um, I will be flying solo dolo today. And uh, just give me one second, guys. I forgot to post the live link over on the Wolverine.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Wolverine.com, make sure to subscribe today for just $29.99 until August 31st of this year. That gets you premium insider recruiting information, team information, transfer portal, basketball, and so much more all over at the Wolverine.com for just $29.99 until August 31st. That also gets you through the June official visit season. So make sure to take advantage of the deal today. Um, I think I've got everything posted. So before we start taking your questions, guys, and again, we are doing the Wednesday show on Tuesday due to Zach Libby having a broken toe. So, yes, we've been uh, roasting Libby all day today in the uh, group chat and over on the Fort message board at the Wolverine. But, um, yeah, our show is brought to you tonight by Lewis Jewelers. We want to take a, a moment to shout them out today. They're a long-time, long-time partner of the Wolverine. Simple question, guys. Have you taken care of your Mother's Day gift this year? If the answer is no, the great news is Lewis Jewelers can help. It's stress-free and it's easy working with one of their non-commissioned expert trusted advisors finding that perfect diamond. So stop by today, guys, and take care of the wise mothers and grandmothers in your lives. Lewis Jewelers is your diamond store and so much more since 1921. Uh, a very, very long time ago. That is more than 100 years ago. Visit them at their new location at 300 Maple South Maple Road, Ann Arbor, or online at lewisjewelers.com. That's lewisjewelers.com, where Ann Arbor gets engaged. All right, guys. This show is to take your questions. So if you want to skip the line, make sure to send in a super chat that will help you uh, get ahead of the other people asking questions. You will take priority. That super chat money goes to our travel budget so we can travel across the country and see some of Michigan's top targets and commits. Um, but yeah, we'll get to all your questions. And we do have a super chat right off the bat from our good friend Shane Johnson, who says a lot of top targets are visiting in June. Who are you predicting to commit? And Cutter Bowley or Jaden Davis, who do you like better? And is Michigan still doing the annual summer barbecue? All right, so before we get into the quarterbacks, let's talk a little bit about the visit question. So first things first, a lot of top targets are visiting in June. That is correct. You're seeing a lot of official visits being scheduled. This could very well be a big recruiting class but as far as guys that are looking to make their decisions this summer that i think michigan can close on um during the summer official visit period um you know the guy that comes to mind right away is amarion stewart four-star wide receiver out of chicago kenwood he's been a long time michigan lean i think he's a candidate to jump on board uh he told me he wants to make a decision uh, at the end of June, and he is slated to make his OV, as I first reported this weekend. 
on June 16th. Also first to report that Jacob Smith, four-star edge out of Connecticut, is set to make his OV on June 2nd. Jacob is obviously the brother of Michigan defensive line commit Gerard Smith. Um, their mother did not join him for their unofficial visit this offseason. So I think once they get um, you know, their mom on campus, I think you'll see Michigan win over Jacob Smith. Um, Gerard is joining him for that visit. His own official visit is actually June 23rd, but he's joining Jacob for the June 2nd OV as an unofficial visit. So anyway, getting the whole family up on campus, getting his mom to see the value of Michigan's uh, academic degree, I think that will really help Michigan close uh, with Gerard's brother, Jacob. Um, and you see the recruiting prediction machine has Michigan as the favorite. The other two big contenders here are Kentucky and Nebraska. He's also looking to make official visits to both schools. Notre Dame's listed here, but I don't think Notre Dame's much of a factor anymore. So I think Michigan obviously um, is the superior program to both Kentucky and Nebraska, both on the field and off the field. And apologies to our producer, Megan. I think she is a Nebraska grad. So here I am just pummeling the Huskers. Um, but anyway, let's get out to um, actually, before we move on to your other questions, some other candidates, just to mention them, uh, Jeremiah Beasley on 300 in-state linebacker. I think Michigan seals the deal with him. Aaron Childs, I think, uh, is another on 300 linebacker that Michigan can close with on his official visits this summer. As far as Michigan doing the annual summer barbecue, um, yes, they do do it. Remember, it is not an official visit weekend. They do the barbecue at the big house at the end of July. I believe it's like the very last weekend of July after the July dead period. Let's go ahead and dive into your quarterback question. Cutter Bowley. Oh, sorry about that. Cutter Bowley or Jaden Davis. Who do you like better? Um, yeah, I've answered this question many times over on the Wolverine today. It's been obviously a hot topic of discussion. For those of you that don't know, Cutter Bowley is a top 100 quarterback in the 2025 recruiting class out of Lexington Christian Academy in Kentucky. Right now, Kentucky, considered the heavy leader, already has him um, slated to come on campus for an official visit. But how can he take an OV if he's a 2025? That's because Bowley has enough credits to be a 2024 so he can bend the NCAA rules and make an official visit now. He is looking at potentially reclassifying, and uh, so he wants to make his official visits now because he wants to uh, commit before the end of the summer. So that's something we are monitoring closely. Michigan has not told Bowley to go kick rocks. They are still actively recruiting him, knowing that he may reclassify Michigan quarterbacks. Coach Kirk Campbell was at his school last week. He will be at his school again in a couple of weeks. Bowley visited earlier this offseason. So, um, there's still a lot of dialogue between Michigan and Bowley. And I had an interview up with Bowley where you can hear it directly from him. He says Michigan likes him as a quarterback, you know, whether that's 24 or 25, they are having ongoing discussions about it. Obviously you have the Jaden Davis factor, uh, in terms of Michigan already having a commit in 2024, uh, in Jaden Davis, another top 100 prospect. So, you know, you don't want to do anything to maybe, piss off Jaden Davis and, and and not land Bowley and you're left with no quarterbacks. But as it stands right now, 
Um, Michigan is continuing to recruit Cutter Bowley, and until Kurt Campbell stops recruiting Cutter Bowley, we will continue to report on him. So, I mean, your question is more so, uh, who do I like better? I like Cutter Bowley. Um, I think Cutter Bowley is the better prospect. He is ranked as the number 33 overall recruit in the country in 25, the number three quarterback in 25 per the industry ranking. 25 is a strong year at quarterback. Obviously, you have Cutter Bowley. You have Bryce Underwood. You have uh, McIntyre. So there's a lot of top-level talent, whereas in 24, I think it's Rayola and everybody else. I think 24 is a weaker year at the quarterback position. So if you put Bowley in 2024, I think the only guy that ranks ahead of him is Rayola. So uh, I do like Bowley. I mean, he has about four inches on Jaden Davis, a stronger arm, uh, probably just as athletic or even more athletic. Um, So I would definitely take Bowley over Davis if you're just straight up asking me who's the better prospect uh, I, I really think the 25 class is just a lot stronger when it comes to the quarterback position let's go ahead and go over to uh, but oh actually we have a new super chat and it comes from William Cawthorn with a big $10 super chat so shout out to you William can you explain recruiting to me a little bit can a recruit commit whenever they want if you're a top commit and Michigan isn't recruiting you can you still commit Um, So I'm going to try my best to answer this question, William, Uh, starting off with can a recruit commit whenever they want? Well, that's really dependent on whether they have a committable offer or not. Not all all offers are built the same. So if Michigan offers a kid, that offer may not be committable. They might just be offering uh, to get him on camp to get him on campus for a camp. They might offer him but say, hey, we really want to see you in person. So that would be a camp or a school visit or a satellite camp or something of that nature. Um, you might have a kid that you really like, but have a few others ahead on the board and you want to see what they do first. Uh, so no, I mean, I don't think a recruit can commit whenever they want, unless they're a top of the board target type of guy. So you know, if Darian Mayo, who's a top 100 edge and is at, the, is at the top of Michigan's edge board, wanted to commit today, of course he could commit. But there are some others on that edge board that they've offered that are a little lower that wouldn't have that same opportunity. So it really depends on how much of a priority you are on Michigan's recruiting board. Um, you know, all these uh, offers that are sent out are non-binding. So just because you offer a kid doesn't mean that you have to take them. Um, And if you're a top recruit and Michigan isn't recruiting you, can you still commit? Well, uh, at that point, no. I mean, you could make an announcement on social media that you're committed to Michigan. I can make an announcement that I'm committing to Michigan. That doesn't mean they will accept my commitment. Again, verbal offers are non-binding. It's not until you sign on National Signing Day, that national letter of intent. That's when a commitment actually becomes binding. All right, let's go over to Butter XO, and he says, which five-star in the 2025 class are we most likely to get or are in the best position to land right now? So obviously Michigan's doing a tremendous job with Bryce Underwood, the number one overall recruit in the 2025 recruiting class per on three, um, Underwood being an in-state talent out of Belleville. He's visited Michigan on numerous occasions, including last week. So Talk a lot about Jaden Davis. We talk a lot about Cutter Bowley, 
but Bryce Underwood is the man. I mean, I would take Bryce Underwood over both of them. I love what Bryce Underwood brings to the table. I mean, we're talking about a kid that should probably be in 2026. He's young for his age. Um, he has a state title under his belt. He has the measurables at six foot three, two ten. He might, pro- he's probably six four at this point. Um, but you see here the number one player just across the board on on three and the number one quarterback according to the industry ranking. So, like I said, Underwood visited um, this past week. He's slated to make another visit this month, or I shouldn't say he's scheduled to make one. Michigan's expecting him to make another visit this month. He's vibing really well with new Michigan's quarterbacks, new Michigan quarterbacks coach, Kirk Campbell. So I think the Wolverines are, are doing a fantastic job uh, with Bryce early on. Now, Ohio State's involved. You have some SEC schools involved. LSU hosted him for a visit this offseason. But I think, again, Michigan doing as good of a job as possible and Michigan having the lead on the recruiting prediction machine. Now I haven't put in a prediction for Michigan yet, but I think the Wolverines are really trending in the right direction for Bryce Underwood, who would be my top overall target. I think he can, he is the type of guy that can come in and start as a true freshman. Uh, But another name I'll throw out there is DJ Pickett. I was just in Tampa last week and Had a chance to see Pickett, and he told me Michigan is in his top two. Uh, DJ Pickett is the number eight overall recruit in the country this cycle, and I don't think he's listed as a five-star yet because they only do like five players or something early on. It's really weird, Uh, but DJ Pickett will clearly be a five-star And uh, I do think Michigan is in a strong position there. Florida State's actually considered the leader on the prediction machine, but again, Pickett uh, directly told me that his top two right now are Michigan and Georgia. Pickett visited for the game against Penn State last fall. He is going to come back for another unofficial visit this offseason. He's good friends with top 100 2025 commit Chris Ewald. Uh, he has a strong bond with Michigan co-defensive coordinator, cornerbacks coach, and area recruiter Steve Klinkscale. So I really like where Michigan is trending with DJ Pickett, he's definitely another five-star top 10 uh, prospect to watch next cycle. We do have a super chat from William Cawthorn. Uh, shout out to William already with his second super chat of the night. And he says, if JJ McCarthy stays and Underwood commits, do you think Davis leaves? Um, I think Davis will stay and compete for a while. I mean, in my personal opinion, he wouldn't beat out. Bryce Underwood, but um, yeah, I mean, maybe he would. So it, it really would depend on the competition um, that him and Underwood have. But I don't think you'll see Jaden just leave Michigan if JJ stays and Underwood commits. I think he would at least battle with Bryce Underwood before making type of uh, making any type of decision. But that's just so much uh, speculation, man. I mean, there's a long way to go. There's a lot of moving parts there. So. You know, I don't want to say that, you know, Jaden would transfer, Bryce would commit and come in and and win the job because there's, again, just so many moving parts there. It's way too early um, to tell. So let's go ahead and go down to Tyler Buckholtz. And he says, how are our chances with Taylor Tatum, Justin Scott and Gatlin Bear? So if you're a subscriber to the Wolverine.com, you know that Taylor Tatum is currently working on setting his official visit. It is looking like he will be on campus on June 
23rd. So that is the date that he has in mind right now. I do think he'll lock it in here pretty soon. It was really positive on social media seeing the commits recruit him, especially Jordan Marshall, who obviously is a top 100 running back commit to Michigan. Um, Having Marshall recruit Tatum is huge, man. Uh, That was really cool to see. I mean, Marshall not being afraid of competition, wanting to team up and having a a tandem like a Blake Corum or a Donovan Edwards. I think that'll help uh, a lot with the pitch to Taylor Tatum. And the the proof is there for Michigan, whether it's, you know, Haskins and Corum or Corum and Edwards. Michigan has always been able to keep their backs fresh, uh, have NFL type of backs complementing each other. And I think Tatum and Marshall can do the same, but USC trending on the recruiting prediction machine. Uh, the Trojans had a really nice visit with him uh, and are locked to get him back on campus for an OV. Oklahoma has already scheduled its OV. So I think Michigan has a little bit of work to do, but the Wolverines are still right up there with him. Um, Justin Scott, a five-star defensive lineman out of Chicago, um, is set to make an official visit to Michigan this summer. I think Michigan's probably uh, on the back half of that top five right now. Um, Miami is considered the leader there. Obviously, the Hurricanes um, do their thing in the NIL era is what I would say. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Miami probably leads there. Notre Dame, Georgia are two other top contenders. So Michigan has a lot of work to do on his official visit. Gatlin Bear, top 100 wide receiver out of Idaho, where Michigan found plenty of success with Colston Loveland. I think uh, getting Gatlin Bear uh, on campus for a summer official visit will really change the course of his recruitment. Right now, Nebraska is considered the heavy favorite. I would agree. I would say Nebraska is is the heavy favorite in this recruitment. But it is important to keep in mind that Michigan has not hosted bear for any type of visit. So he did not come in for an unofficial visit or anything. Once he comes in for an OV again, I think the dynamics of this recruitment will change a lot. Uh, He has a fellow Idaho native on campus in Colston Loveland, who will probably serve as his player host. Loveland has a great personality. We'll be able to connect with him on top of that. Loveland's high school coach, Cameron Anderson, Uh, recently left Gooding and is now the head coach at Burley and is the head coach of Gatlin Bears. So that connection will help out a lot as well. Another player connection here is Gatlin Bear is planning to go on a mission for two years upon high school graduation. Andrew Gentry obviously went on a two-year mission and is also of the Mormon faith. I actually had a chance to go out to Salt Lake City and spent some time with Gentry on his mission. So shout out to the LDS community for letting me do that. Um, so I think that connection will help out as well. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising to see Loveland and Gentry tag team as player hosts uh, for Gatlin Bear. And Jay Harbaugh has done a fantastic job of recruiting Bear and out West. Uh, Michigan wide receivers coach Ron Bellamy was recently in Idaho seeing Bear and is developing a great relationship with him. And again, Michigan is just, uh, sorry, Megan, a superior program to Nebraska. I mean, it's, it's not really a debate there. I think Michigan offers the best of both worlds and um, will make a big impact with Bear on his official visit. So I wouldn't be surprised if that recruiting prediction machine changes this summer. 
Um, but shout out to our producer, Megan, again. She's doing a fantastic job. Remember what it was like with no producer? That really sucks. So, I mean, we are definitely glad to have Megan, and we don't want to bully her too much. Let's go ahead and go down to Cutter Bully. Uh, another question here. Actually, this is not Cutter Bully entering the chat. This is Michael Johnson Jr., and he says, if Bully switches to 2024, Michigan ceases to recruit him, right? Not necessarily that question has not been answered yet. And that question will not be answered until Kirk Campbell makes his visit to Bowley's high school in a couple of weeks. Right now, Kirk Campbell is continuing to recruit him. It's business as normal. If you read my story on Cutter Bowley, you'll hear it directly from Bowley. Campbell has told him that they like him as a quarterback overall, whether that's 24 or 25. I think the preference is obviously to continue to recruit him as a 2025, but at the same time, you know, he's uh, considering reclassifying to 2024 and that's really hard to pass up, man. I mean, look, Campbell's obviously invested a lot of time in recruiting Cutter Bowley. The relationships are there. Bowley's visited Michigan like three or four times. So it would be hard just to kick Cutter Bowley to the curb. Is he, if he's reclassifying there, you see him in the nice Michigan uniform and look, I mean, what what's really best for Michigan? Just Jaden Davis or Jaden Davis and Cutter Bowley? I mean, maybe Campbell has a discussion with Jaden Davis and he becomes more open to the idea of also having Bowley in the class. You have to remember that Michigan went back-to-back cycles without taking a true quarterback. It was a lot of project takes. It was Jaden Denegal. It was Alex Orgy. It was Kendrick Bell. And no offense to those guys. They can all be great players and could potentially be great players at other positions, but no you know, guys that were slotted in as true quarterbacks. So it would make sense for Michigan to take another top-end quarterback. So I think if you can convince Davis to become open to it or those around Davis to become open to it, then – you do consider bully as a 2024. Um, I think you have to get a feel for the whole situation. You have to get a feel for what the Davis camp is thinking. You have to get a feel for cutter bully. And if he is really going to reclassify, you have to talk to his coaches, you have to talk to his family. So all that will take care of itself in the next couple of weeks. But if you're Jaden Davis, and I mean, you really believe you're the five-star, you're that guy then just compete with Cutter Bowley. What does it matter that Cutter Bowley also joins the class if you believe you can beat him? Now, on the flip side of the coin, I asked Cutter Bowley straight up, does Michigan having Jaden Davis as a commit affect your decision if you go 2024, right? Because again, that's still not a guarantee. And I loved Cutter Bowley's answer. He said, Jaden Davis is a great player, but I'm not scared of anybody. And that's how it should be when you are a top-ranked quarterback. I mean, that's... Um, you need to have confidence at the most important position in college football. All right, let's go down to Ray J. And he says, for the targets, oh, actually, we have a super chat. So sorry, Ray J, we will come back to you. William Cawthorn, another super chat is third of the night. People need to get on his level. Why would you take a recruit that's going on a mission? They won't help you immediately, right? No, they will not. They will be gone for two years like Andrew Gentry was. He was gone for two years, but look, I think Gentry was a really great prospect, um, a top 100 prospect by a lot of recruiting services. And right now I think he's still getting back into the groove 
of just playing football again after being away from the game for two years. And look, I had a chance again, I had a chance to go down to Salt Lake city and spend time with Gentry on his mission. I mean, this guy's working at, they have about 30 minutes a day where they can work out. And he was working out like at an apartment complex gym. So it's not like he was doing any actual training for football. Um, But I think Gentry down the line, now that he's in the Michigan strength and conditioning program, getting used to playing football again, will be a really good player. And same thing with Gatlin Bear. I mean, you're talking about a guy that ran what, like a 10-1-8 or something absolutely insane in the 100 meter. I mean, I think he'll be just fine two years from now. So yeah, they won't help you immediately, but you still want to recruit some of these mission kids if they're special talents and Gentry was a special talent and Gatlin bears a special talent as well. Um, let's go back to, I believe it was Ray J and he says for the targets still available at tackle and edge, who do you think Michigan wants the most out of the guys at each position? Um, so for tackle, um, if you're talking about offensive tackle, um, because the offensive line board is a little, messy right now but i mean the guys they would for sure take are jordan seaton and brandon baker those are two top 50 prospects nationally and then after that obviously you have michael uini who's a top 150 prospect nationally then you have bennett warren who's a strong michigan lean then you could take another interior offensive lineman like on 300 prospect max anderson look they love all of those guys numbers are going to be tight Um, But they are all, you know, guys that they would love to have in the class. Um, As far as the edge position, that one's a little more interesting. I mean, you have guys at the top like Dylan Stewart, um, the number one overall recruit in 2024 who visited Michigan this offseason. But he's going to be a really tough land. But guys, they would definitely take we talked about Jacob Smith, brother of Gerard. They would definitely take him. They would definitely take Dominic Nichols on 300 prospect or I'm sorry, four-star prospect out of the DMV. They love him. I have a prediction in for Nichols. Um, They would definitely take Darian Mayo top 100 prospect out of only good counsel also in the DMV. So those are some of the top of the board guys. And then you have guys that they really, really like as well that they're bringing in for uh, official visits like Marquis Lightfoot, Elias Rudolph. They're trying to get Devin Baxter on campus for an official visit as well. You also have Brian Robinson still in the mix. Who's been considered a longtime Michigan lean. who should probably should secure his spot soon. He's also coming in for an official visit. So a lot of names on the edge board for sure. Let's go ahead and go down to Douglas Carlton, who is making fun of Zach Libby. So just a reminder, we are doing the Wednesday show today and the Tuesday show tomorrow because Zach Libby is at the hospital with a broken toe. So you guys can make fun of him tomorrow. Um, Indigo Ronan says, how do you feel about Michigan and Boo Carter? Um I feel pretty good, man. I talked to Boo Carter this weekend. Obviously, I had a chance to see him out at the OT7 North event in Baltimore, uh, ranked as the number 228 overall prospect, the number 10 uh, athlete in the country. Uh, Michigan making him a top priority at the nickel position. I, I really think this one just comes down to Michigan and Tennessee, and you see Tennessee is considered the heavy leader here. But some intel I picked up that I shared over at the Wolverine.com that leads me to believe Michigan has a much better chance than the recruiting prediction machine is giving it is that Michigan is hosting him for an official visit 
um, this summer, and he is set to make a decision a week after that. So if the Michigan OV goes really, really well, I could see them pulling the surprise and beating out the home state volunteers, but not confident enough to put in a prediction just yet. So um, let's go ahead and go down to, Oh, actually guys, before we go to our next question, we only have about two minutes left. This episode has kind of flown by. So if you want your question answered, definitely hop in with a super chat. Let's go ahead and go down to go blue 81 and he says, what are our chances with Ryan Wingo? We got an OV and will JD help him get on the in the fold? I'm not very optimistic about Ryan Wingo. I think it's a, a big win to get him in for an official visit, but I just I don't really see that one happening. I think kudos to Ron Bellamy for at least getting him to lock in uh, an OV. You see Georgia is trending on Gene. I would and you don't even see Michigan on there, but I would really, I, I, I would probably pick Georgia to land him right now. Um, let's go ahead and go down to Indigo Ronin. And he says, what are your thoughts on Michigan with Marquis Lightfoot and Darian Mayo? You know, some moving parts with Marquis Lightfoot, but they've made a more concerted effort with him lately. Mike Elston and Jesse Minter were at his school last week. As I reported over the weekend, he's set to make an OV to Michigan on June 16th. So we'll kind of see how the edge board plays out. And then Darian Mayo um, top. Well, you see Marquis Lightfoot's uh, profile here. Michigan's actually taken the lead on the on three recruiting prediction machine. But like I said, a lot of moving parts on the edge board, a lot of moving parts in this recruitment in particular. Um, Darian Mayo, uh, top 100 prospect out of owning good council. I think Michigan's trending in the right direction there. Um, Really love where the Wolverines sit in that recruitment. I think Ohio State is the biggest competitor, but Michigan will have a chance to leapfrog the Buckeyes on the OV. He's just a really good kid, man. Really good program fit. Love his potential and upside. I've been banging the Darian Mayo drum since before he had a Michigan offer. And you see Ohio State with that slight lead on the on three recruiting prediction machine. But with Michigan's edge production, with the Wolverines leading for teammate Aaron Childs, I just think Michigan will have every opportunity to leapfrog the Buckeyes on the OV. Um, all right, guys, we're going rapid fire unless you guys come in with a super chat because we have gone over the 30 minute mark. Just shout out to Corey for showing some love let's go ahead and start that rapid fire um is Jaden davis recruiting tatum uh the, all the commits are doing a good job of recruiting taylor tatum but i think uh more importantly jordan marshall recruiting taylor tatum defensive line recruits dt uh david pale paley <laughs> i completely mispronounced that it's actually david pale pale uh still remains a big target for Michigan out of Pennsylvania. I think the Wolverines are trending in the right direction there. Jordan Thomas, as I first reported on the Wolverine set to make his OV on June 16th. Those are two of the bigger guys that come to mind on the DL board. Uh, William Cawthorn, where are all the defensive recruits? Like I mentioned when I answered Shane's super chat, I think Michigan um, can close with some of its bigger guys in the summer, like Aaron Childs, Jeremiah Beasley. I actually just put in a prediction for Cole Sullivan. So that would be a, a nice defensive commit that was unexpected. Uh, Corey Treverson, do you think they'll add any more players from the transfer portal? The team guys handle the, handle the transfer portal, um, but 
I mean, I, I do think Michigan will likely explore the portal. I mean, one guy I really like in the portal is Caleb Brown, former Ohio State um, player that uh, signed with the Buckeyes over Michigan, but is very good friends with J.J. McCarthy and Tyler Morris. Um, Corey Krutzfeld, can you pay recruit using crypto as your currency? I mean, I guess if you're an NIL agency, you can pay them however you want to pay. I just watched some like long-winded documentary on Vice about crypto. It's a it's a very weird sphere. I haven't I haven't gotten in the crypto sphere just yet. Um, let's go ahead and go. Corey says, does Michigan have better athletes than Arkansas? Um, I would say they're pretty on par. Arkansas has some dudes, man. They they do have some top end talent. Um, but obviously they don't have a lot of depth. Same thing as Michigan, some top end talent, but not a lot of depth. So I don't know. I would say kind of pretty similar there. Um, I mean, uh, look, people are discounting Arkansas. Um, they have like a few top one hundred and fifty players. Like Ar- Arkansas is not that bad, man. They, they especially like that Texarkana type of area that I guess technically counts as Texas. Like they, they have some guys. Um, let's go ahead and uh, go down to, I think that's pretty much it. Was that the last uh, question? Arkansas versus uh, Michigan. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys for joining me on the Wolverine live recruiting show. Like I said, Zach Libby was not here today due to his broken toe and having to go to the hospital so they had to call him a wambulance and um, get him over to the hospital for his broken toe Uh, but be sure to like this video and subscribe to our youtube channel we will be back tomorrow with broken toe libby and we'll have our normal super chat podcast so make sure to join us for that and as always subscribe to the wolverine.com uh just 29.99 until august 31st of this year all right guys have a great night